As steam from the teacup, so flows the days of our months. Hey, I'm Candice. I'm playing Chiom Koga, a water genasi monk who is a student of the Way of the Shadows style. I'm Nick. My character's Enzo. He's a tiefling monk who is a student of the Order of the Voiceless. I'm Walker. I'm playing Bron Wilberkins, a Goliath monk who is a student of the Winslow Wallace Falkmore School. And I'm Scott, your announcer and dungeon master. This is Days of Our Monks. In our last episode, our heroes continued their fateful journey to the Dark Tournament. Chio made acquaintance with an ogre magi. Enzo found the enthralling beauty of the skies between the plains. And Bron continued his discovery of the strange and wonderful drink called Pearl Grey Tea, served hot. After a meal and fellowship, the group's illithid host informed them of the tournament champion, Dane Steelarm, the half-giant who has ruled the tournament in fear and death for five centuries. Learning that many of their fights could be to the death, the illithid went on to provide them a vision of the fate of the losers, their living brains removed and enshrined in a briny pit for eons to come. Our heroes and the rest of the ship's passengers retired for the night uneasy with the paths destiny had laid before them. When we all retired to our, uh, our rooms for the evening, I would like to have gotten out my brewer's supplies and gotten started on making this new beverage tea substance alcoholic. Give me a roll, uh, on your proficiency with your brewing kit. Okay, that is, um, that's gonna be a solid 10. You've got something. Gotta cook for a while. It's gotta ferment. You know, alcohol doesn't happen overnight. Uh, well, good alcohol doesn't happen overnight. The kind of alcohol that does happen overnight will drive you blind. So, you are making Earl Grey Ale. <laughs> the, the toilet wine of Long Island iced teas. Well, there's... <laughs> so, you start that before you go to bed. So, when you wake up... There's a, a calming smell of jasmine from Chio's room. There's the morning mm -hmm. incense to get the senses going. And Enzo gets his meditation on. Oh. You know, there, there are various smells and sounds coming from people's rooms. Now there's chiming of bells and the sound of people doing quick workouts to get their blood flowing in the morning. And there is this smell somewhere between rotting garbage and burning. It makes your nose hairs kind of want to curl up and die. Bronze room. Bold of you to assume that Chio has nose hairs. <laughs> That's no, fair. I'm just imagining her with a mirror just walking very carefully. This is better than four-fifths of all the other stuff that you've tried to turn alcoholic. <laughs> you usually manage to make it alcoholic. Alcoholic and not poisonous, that's a bonus. Raccoons aren't spontaneously falling out of the ceiling tiles, so you're okay. This is going far better than most of my attempts. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. For everyone else, it is a con save to stay below decks. <laughs> oh my god, I'm on fire! That is a dirty twenty-one. You can stay below decks. What are we supposed? What are we supposed to roll? It's con save. Oh great. <laughs> That's a six. So you beat everyone else above decks. Everyone else does go above deck. The only people who can tolerate being below decks are Braun and Chio, and the mouther doesn't sound like it. it it's, it's sounding, if anything, the insane ramblings of a creature made out of mouths and eyes sounds pained. <laughs> like, more so. They're gathering around trying to figure out if someone's tried to poison the ship, because they're pretty sure it, 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 that probably they're comparing notes on the various poisons that their schools are uh, aware of, and there's a lot of poison knowledge up there. Uh, about half of these schools seem to use some form of, uh, of poison in their practice, and none of them have smelled anything like that before. That's unique in rank, and a couple of people just toss cookies over the sides of the ship because uh rolled worse than you. She would like to finish getting ready, very calmly, serenely, and slowly, in her, her full, like, you know, kimono, make her way up. Okay. There's emerging through the mists. It goes, that was terrible. At which point, everyone's up, and Dayla's like, no, not everyone's up. Braun's still down there. Oh my god! And she charges back, <laughs> takes a deep breath, grabs a rope, and charges back down. Uh, the bravest of us all. And hearing that, Enzo is going to be like, I'll rescue them both. <laughs> and dies okay. down there. So, those of you, uh, that being Dela and Enzo, who took deep breaths going down, are rolling uh, their their fresh saves with advantage, because you took a deep breath, so con saves. She's going down. Oh, good, good. 19 this, 19 this time. Thank goodness. Uh, she successfully stays conscious going below... You, you both successfully stay conscious going below decks. And, yeah, Braun's room is going to close. Everyone else left there is open so the smell would leave. And, and Braun just hotbox himself with it. So, 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 Dela just hammers on the door. She, she's not terribly well controlled. Enzo gets to see this very clearly. This tiny little halfling woman go up and, and just wham smashes the door to bits. <laughs> Two unarmed strikes, and the door never saw it coming. So, so Braun Cena getting a heady breath of his uh, <laughs> over his still uh, is showered in splinters of oak. Dela's like covering her mouth with her nose and mouth with a hand, waving, uh, gesturing wildly for you to follow her uh, out. Uh, Enzo right over her shoulder. Good morning, Dela. Is something the matter? Eyes watering, face turning red. She just kind of looks at you, wide-eyed, nods, and then gets to make the intelligence check. Looks at you, looks at the still, looks at you, looks at the still, looks at you, looks at the still, turns around, and leaves. <laughs> Did she come back above decks? Yes. I would like to greet her with a cup of jasmine tea. <laughs> then probably didn't go well, did it? She just kind of shakes her head, tears streaming down her face. <laughs> I uh, hand her a cup of jasmine tea. She just nods. She's beyond speech at the moment. So Enzo, you are here looking through what is left of Braun's door. At Braun, smiling, fully clothed, <laughs> all standing up, looking at a... The source of the stench. It could only be that thing because it is making your 
pores hurt. Is there a porthole nearby? Uh, all the rooms do have a porthole, yes. I'm going to stomp past him, open the porthole, take whatever vat of steaming gunk there is, oh, and toss it part. out. No! And <laughs> 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 just be like, this is for your own good. <laughs> So you throw the boiling, rotting Earl Grey juice out the porthole. Uh, oh shoot! I forgot to check which way the wind is blowing. <laughs> well, you're you're kind of in a space between the planes at the moment, so that stuff's going to show up spontaneously somewhere. Oh no! In the <laughs> universe. Big bad of another campaign. <laughs> It's gonna just, like, transform some poor, hapless animal into a raging beast. Losing this substance in space and time, you might just be responsible for creating the creature known as the Tarrasque. We don't know yet. Oh, gods, I'd forgotten about this. <laughs> so, the smell goes away. Everyone breathes a sigh of relief because they can breathe. Erasing brewery supplies. Yeah. <laughs> De Dela uh, manages to... to Thank you for the tea. It's it's wonderful. Just nod, goes, hangs the rope back up on the hook she got it off of. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to wait for someone to tell me what happened. <laughs> well, that's probably when Enzo's going to emerge from below decks and, oh, I hope this hasn't smelled up my rose. No, no, it is not. And in oh, the absence goodness. of the actively boiling... <laughs> Earl Grey fermentation. That would... God, that would be so terrible. Oh. <laughs> like, there's there's three good ways to make alcohol out of Earl Grey, and that is none of them. That... Oh. So, so the, the, the scent is gone to some other place and some other time. Uh, mm -hmm. I reserve the right to randomly roll for that at some point in time. Of course. Oh, final boss <laughs> fight, you roll. It hits the guy in the face and we win. <laughs> yeah, steel arm gets coated in yeah. Earl Grey juice. I'm, I'm not ruling that out. <laughs> the clock with arms dissolves. Yeah. <laughs> it has through its travel through the plains, well, it has become acidic. It turns into a monster. Oh, God. So Enzo eventually comes back up above decks. And, and, and people are noticing Braun is still not there, and Dela's like, no, no he's not, and just walks off and drinks her tea. I wander up dejectedly behind him. I pour another um, cup of tea for Enzo. Thank you. I believe our friend was attempting to make tea out of the pig's head from last night or something. Only that could explain the smell. <laughs> there is no reaction on her face? Absolutely not. I was attempting to turn that divine concoction into alcohol. And I dare say I was onto something great. I'm going to put a gentle, like, like, like my two, like, like my middle finger and my ring finger gently just put them on his wrist and say some things are better some things are so unpleasant you've brought dishonor 
There's no re- like no expression on her face, just completely blank, deadpan. And yet there is a smattering of applause from all the other monks. <laughs> right, I, everybody's I just giving like, golf like, claps. Like, like, yeah, a polite like kind of like nod. I hand him an empty glass, and I walk away <laughs> because he has brought dishonor and he gets no tea this day. <laughs> Although I certainly think it was unnecessary for you to throw my entire distillery out the window. I think it was entirely necessary. <laughs> I, I I have no words beyond that. What you made is an abomination. Was an abomination. Will forever be remembered as an abomination. I require breakfast. So, Bron takes one ego damage. <laughs> <laughs> so, there is a breakfast, much like your dinner. Everyone gets a certain amount of food suitable for their... Uh, metabolism and regular ter- regular dietary um, and yet yeah, Dela is still sitting across from Bronn and they still have Lady of the Tramp moments over the fact that uh, whatever pig they made this bacon out of was long enough to spaghetti the dream. So, so there's it's rations a dire of bacon pig. six feet long. There's food consumed. Over the course of the meal I would like to have made a toast to our hero Enzo. In the form of a haiku, we have a hero. This man is Enzo, the great. We owe him our lives. And yeah, there's a toast. Toast to Enzo. And Dela, who has been drinking quite a bit, stands up and goes, I got a poem too! There once was a brewer named Braun, and just passes out. I'm still here. <laughs> she, she just passes out. And he made Earl Grey dust to dawn. <laughs> but when he had finished, the smell hadn't diminished, and everyone wanted to kill him. <laughs> and everyone else was gone. <laughs> and everyone else was gone. Thank you. So, I needed the haiku writer to finish that for me. <laughs> the haiku writer finishes a limerick, and there was much rejoicing. Yay. Um, <laughs> breakfast gets cleared away, and the mind flayer in the robes steps out. Ah, I trust the journey has been pleasant enough. I understand there was some unpleasantness this morning. Is everyone all right? Ground. I do not speak for everyone, but I am fine. There's a smattering of assurances. Dela is snoring. <laughs> a nod of assent. Mind flayer nods, which is unsettling because it makes his tentacles mount. <laughs> Steps up to the bow, uh, all Rose and Jack style, waves his arm, and uh, our destination is ahead. You might want to get a look at this. Oh, I run happily over. <laughs> I would like to glide over there. Glide in your little cloud of mist. I will walk over calmly, take a spot at the back. Okay. I'd like to run up to where I could Captain Morgan. Any place along the rail. <laughs> you are that tall. You are looking at, in this skyscape of colors and, and, and mist, there is a crystal palace ahead of you. Columns that are maybe 500 feet tall in this Gothic Cathedral Parthenon impossible combination of architectures glowing with inner light. Some of the columns white, some of the columns black, and in the distance you can see red, blue, yellow, green colors across the rainbow. 
and some that you aren't 100% sure you're actually seeing because you're not sure that they could actually exist. And in front of this massive structure, a dock. There are three other ships, roughly the size and shape of the one that you are on, already there. The Mind Flayer turns about and says, You will probably want to gather your belongings. We will be docking within a couple of hours. That may not be enough time. <laughs> I head downstairs from I will assist you. <clears throat> oh, thank you. As will I. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, this is the packing Chio montage. How many suitcases do have to Play Yakety Sax. Uh, I believe you were at 64. So, so you're at 64. Yep. So, please come help me pack up my 64 suitcases. And I will give you a choice. To get this done in time, uh, it could be a dexterity save to pack things correctly. It could be a strength save so that you can pack more things correctly or not. Or it could be a constitution save as you do this purely on endurance, picking things up and putting them down until the job is done. Um, Chio, you may give me an intelligence save or a charisma save, your choice to coordinate the effort of packing you up, but it is one save apiece. What would you like to roll? Oh my gosh, I wish I had the charisma check, man. I want to roll dexterity, but I guess I'll do charisma, because that was, you said my people were intelligent or charisma? Yes. Yeah, charisma. Yeah, I'll Natural take dex 20. on this one. <laughs> It's the real Candace. <laughs> That's a, it's a, would it be persuasion? Uh, sure. That's a 25, though, on a nat 20. Glorious. And Walker, you had a 15 on your strength check, yes. which is perfect. Good roll, perfectly acceptable. And Nick. Uh-oh. <laughs> Critical failure. <laughs> uh, which, which roll were you making? Dexterity. Are we losing a few? Um... This, it seems very easy, and you are you are having no problem putting things back where they belong, when you realize that that's the porthole. <gasps> this is going so well. This, this is going so. So let me, has has Chiom noticed? Um, you know, just well, as let, I let, take let, the bonsai tree and loft me, it out, yeah, and let, I'm like, oh wait, shoot. Ooh, um, uh, that's, uh, you're per, back down to 32 suitcases. No! That's a total of six. So everything is packed perfectly. I'm so glad. I was so worried I'd lose things or things would get broken if other people got involved. Oh. You're in there! Why are you doing this? That's fragile! <laughs> you're gonna rip it! So, but because you roll that twenty, uh, Ron gets everything packed properly. Yeah, that was the majority of my attention was making sure he didn't <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I trusted Enzo. I made so, the mistake of trusting Enzo. So, so Enzo, you, you're just about done. Everything closed up, and you were pretty sure it wasn't all going to fit. But you know, there's some kind of magic involved here, and everything's fine. And you dust off your hands, and you turn back to close that, and you realize, oh, oh God, oh wait. That, that that wasn't a trunk. And, 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 because all the trunks start getting closed up and locked up and lined up, 
and the, the hole that you were throwing things in is still there. And yeah, that's, that's the porthole. So you are aware that the entire time you have been doing this, uh, you have been taking the, the things that were too delicate and too fine to trust a brawn, in your opinion, uh, and just ch chucking them into the void. So Once again, those will come back to bite us later. <laughs> They're going to come back to bite you real soon when she realizes. So um, She's not going to realize. I have a plus four to charisma. So you may... You may be inadvertently responsible for the creation of the Tarrasque, but the Tarrasque is going to have a lovely tea set. <laughs> bonsai tree. He's yeah. just going to have Chinese, and like Chinese paintings all over him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Japanese. Or Japanese. Japanese, yeah, Japanese more like, painting, yeah. uh, the calligraphy set, um, the, 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 the tiny little tools to, to do the sand garden. Oh, no. Um, uh, all the incense, just all the incense, all are... the china. Um, you guys are gonna experience a very different Chio the next day. <laughs> um, but uh, but but yeah, yeah. Uh, would you He's like not to gonna say anything. He's just going to keep composure and continue helping to close briefcases and patting Braun on the back for a job well done, not breaking anything. Would you please give me a deception check? Cause. <laughs> Twenty-one. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. We're all fine here. It's fine. How are you? Um, How are you? <laughs> good. Tired. That was a lot of uh, lot of work. But you get packed up in time. Yeah. Uh, Braun, you're easier to pack because you don't have a brewing kit to pack anymore. Indeed. And everything <clears throat> is perfectly fine. So the ship docks and people start offloading and Chio's dragging her 128 briefcase er, uh, steamer trunk suitcases behind her. Do we know most of them are empty? Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit easier than you remember. You, wow, I must you, have like that workout last night really must have been good. Arm day worked out. This this place agrees Your arms you. do look especially toned this morning. <gasps> Thank you. He's inwardly just dying. <laughs> <laughs> because, Enzo, you've got this sort of Damocles sensation. You know something horrible is hanging over your head, and you're just hoping on hope that you can point it at Braun when it falls. <laughs> <laughs> when the other shoe drops. Because that, that might be your only hope. Hell hath no fury as a woman scorned. Or a Chiom without her calligraphy set. <laughs> yeah, because there were scrolls in that. <laughs> there was some of her poetry in the set. So. Oh my um, gosh, yeah, haiku just scattered to the winds. <laughs> oh no, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> me as a player and a character. Please, it's Poem is two syllables, right? Poem is two okay, syllables. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Poem. My poems are dust, as is he who betrayed me. <laughs> good night, sweet prince. Yes. Sweet Enzo. Okay, good night, sweet Enzo. Yeah. 
I didn't write that one down. I just did it off the top of my head. It's <laughs> a good framework for starting out, yeah. <laughs> Trask's gonna show up. Oh, duck on pavement. <laughs> you are missing the water, or do you want bread? <laughs> did we lose Nick? We lost Nick. <laughs> Nick just got him and left. He was like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> this is too stressful for me. <laughs> Now, a word from our sponsor. Jill, there are ink stains on your obi. <gasps> oh no! My vigorous haiku writing has returned to haunt me! That's terrible, Chiom. Ink is one of the most persistent stains in all the planes. I am undone by my deeply poetic soul! Have no fear, Chiom. Though ink is universally persistent, it can't hope to match the raw power of opera soap! Of course! Opera soap! My obi can be saved, and my poetry can continue restrained only by its rigid verse structure. Thank you, opera soap! Yes, opera soap. Never sold in kilograms, but only in pounds and ounces, as the gods intended. Thank you for listening. If you like this and want more, you can find us at thelairaction.com. <laughs>